Hello everybody and welcome to Don't Bust My Bubble with me, your host Josh Ascroft. In today's episode of the show, we're going to be breaking down the game that's happening today, the race for the 8 seed between the Grizzlies and the Trailblazers happening at 2.30 today. Uh, I'm also just going to be talking about the playoffs generally as well as some news we have about different coaches in the NBA But before we get into the episode, I want to just say I apologize that I didn't get a chance to record an episode yesterday. I ended up just having a really busy day, but no worries there. I will be filling you in on everything that I missed, which wasn't a great deal because yesterday was the last day of seeding games and no one particularly important played, so we won't even really talk about that. I do want to say, however, a big shout out to our new listeners because we got a couple of big new downloads in a couple of different states, Uh, a lot more in Colorado, uh, in Illinois, in Pennsylvania, uh, in D.C. as well, as well as some more downloads in California and Washington. We've also had a couple more downloads across the rest of the world with more um, coming up in New Zealand now, uh, as well as Sweden. So a big shout out to everyone and also the biggest shout out goes to my mum in the UK who is my number one fan. So a big shout out to her. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This is Don't Bust My Bubble. Okay, so it is official. The Grizzlies are playing the Trailblazers today for the 8th seed, but let's talk about what actually happened for us to get here. So on the final day of uh, the seeding games that really mattered, which was Thursday, we had four essential games that were happening. We had the Bucks playing the Grizzlies, the Mavericks playing the Suns, the Spurs playing the Jazz, and the Trailblazers playing the Nets. So at that point in time, the Trailblazers had uh, they had taken the eight seed from the Grizzlies, uh, who they were a game up on. Uh, actually, a game up on or half a game up on it. It was one of the two. Uh, the Grizzlies were there in the nine spot. The Suns, after their seven zero run at that point, were sat in uh, the ten spot with the Spurs uh, still just half a game back as well in the eleven spot. Uh, playing one less game but having the same winning percentage as the rest of those teams. So we had four games essentially that we're going to decide who was going to go into this 8-9 play-in game scenario. Uh, With the Bucks, Grizzlies, and Mavs Suns game happening at the same time, the pressure was on for both of those teams to deliver in uh, clutch game moments. But the Grizzlies ended up walking away with the win 119-106 over the Bucks. The Bucks did not have Giannis in the game, which was a huge factor in that. They also didn't particularly play their starters all that much, seemed relatively happy to let their lower rotation guys get some good minutes in, so the Grizzlies able to walk away with a pretty easy, easy victory there. The Suns had another great performance. Porzingis did not play in this game for the Mavs, which definitely made life easier for the Suns, but it was another great performance by that team, and it's honestly pretty heartbreaking that they didn't end up getting in to the play-in tournament. Devin Booker had another great game with 27 points and 7 rebounds. Uh, some good performances from the rest of the team as well, with a lot of players scoring between 11 and 16 points to help back up. Uh, Devin Booker, so a good performance by the Suns, um, and they were left in a position um, where they they still technically could have made it into the play-in tournament at that point, but they needed the Trailblazers to lose to the Nets, which they actually very nearly did. Before we talk about that, though, quickly, Spurs, Jazz, 
Um, it was official at that point after the after the Grizzlies and the Suns had both won. The Spurs were eliminated from playoff contention at that point, putting an end to a 22-year-long straight uh, record of making the playoffs, which was tied with the longest record in NBA history. So certainly the end of an era there for the Spurs. Uh, people asking Coach Greg Popovich after the game whether we would still be seeing him on an NBA court, to which he replied, why wouldn't you? So it seems like uh, Pop is definitely not deterred by the fact that he might have a little bit more of a rebuilding project on his hands. They've got some good young players there, so it'll be interesting to see what moves they make in the offseason uh, to try and add to that young core. And then finally, the last game of the day that really mattered, the Blazers versus the Nets, where the Nets put out the performance of a lifetime. Who knew that the Bubble Nets really had this in them? Uh, but they were able to uh, put up a very good fight. They ended up losing to the Blazers 134-133 to with a phenomenal performance from Karis LeVert, who put up 37 points, 9 assists, and 6 rebounds. On the Trailblazers side of the ball, Damian Lillard, another outrageous performance with 42 points, 12 assists, and 3 rebounds. CJ McCollum adding 25 and 7 to that, as well as Yusuf Nurkic adding 22 and 10. So ultimately, that was a really gutsy performance by the Nets. Uh, it was in the closing minutes that they really uh, struggled to keep up with the Blazers, with the Blazers outscoring them 37 to 29 in the fourth quarter. I thought Karis LeVert played phenomenally through this game. Uh, it was really the last few minutes where he had the ball in his hands. And he just looked a little shakier, to be honest, and that's to be expected because he's, he's still a young guy, still needs to get a lot of reps in these clutch moments under his belt before he'll feel truly confident in them. But I thought that he carried himself remarkably well, um, and really it was a great performance by the Nets. But the Blazers walked away with a win, meaning they kept hold of that eight seed, the Grizzlies uh, grabbed the nine spot and the Suns were eliminated from playoff contention. Uh, but they seem to be really happy as a team with where they are, ready to go into the next season. And I think next season it's likely that you'll see the Suns actually just grab either the seven or eight spot in the West. They're in a really good position with Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton, not to mention Ricky Rubio definitely adds some nice passing uh, abilities and uh, not to mention the fact that his three-point shooting has been a lot better recently than it has uh, in previous years. They've got some nice building pieces with Cam Johnson. Uh, so definitely a bright future for the Suns continues. So we are into uh, Saturday, which means the play-in uh, game is actually going to be happening. For those of you who don't know how the play-in game essentially works, um, the eight-seed Blazers are going up against the nine-seed Grizzlies in what is essentially a best-of-two uh, games. So for the Trailblazers, they just need to win one out of these two games. So if they win today, that's it. They will not play again tomorrow. The Grizzlies, however, need to win two games in a row to uh, kick the Trailblazers out of the eight spot, and they then take their place in the playoffs. Do I see that happening? Uh, no, not, not likely, especially not without Jaron Jackson Jr. on the floor, who, of course, will not be playing for the Grizzlies due to that torn meniscus that he suffered a few weeks ago now. I think that with the run that the Blazers are on, I think that Damian Lillard will come out today wanting to take care of business. I don't think that he wants to play again tomorrow, given the fact that that would mean that they then have to play their first game against the Lakers 
either the next day or on the Tuesday. So with no real break after playing two games back-to-back, potentially, I don't see the Blazers wanting anything to do with that. So I think most likely you will see the Blazers coming out full guns blaring. Um, and I would expect just a great performance again from from Damian Lillard. I think that Ja will want to really prove himself today. So I'd imagine it could be a big statistical day for him individually. But that also could lead to him trying to force things a little bit too much. I know that he has a tendency in, in games like this to want to play a lot of hero ball. And he feels like he's kind of responsible for... Um, sort of taking charge of the team because it is his team and often that results in him shooting a lot more three-pointers which he is just not capable of yet at this point in his NBA career Uh, but it will be an exciting game nonetheless so that's happening on ABC at 2.30. So other than that we, we are essentially into the playoffs with the first games happening on Monday, the first game that you will be seeing on Monday will be Jazz Nuggets, followed by Nets Raptors, uh, 76ers Celtics, and Mavs Clippers. So definitely a very exciting uh, first day of playoff basketball that will be happening. Uh, I'm not going to talk about it too much uh, else today. I, I think I'm just about done with this episode. Just a quick one to uh, quickly update you on what happened in the West for those of you that didn't know as well as just giving you that quick breakdown on the Grizzlies Blazers. I will be back, of course, tomorrow to speak about that game, potentially giving you an update for what will be happening with uh, that series if it continues tomorrow. If the Grizzlies do manage to pull a win out of the bag today, then I, of course, will talk about that. But if not, tomorrow is when I will really give you the, the full breakdown of the playoffs and what you can expect from each one of those series because... I'm assuming uh, by this point tomorrow, we will know who the eighth seed in the West is, and I think it will likely be the Trailblazers. So in other news, briefly, you also may be intrigued to know that we've had some coaching changes that have happened in the NBA very recently. So the Chicago Bulls fired Jim Boylan a few days ago, and also uh, the New Orleans Pelicans announced about an hour ago that they have uh, fired their coach Alvin Gentry. Um, it, it's been a long-standing thing for the Bulls. The uh, the players there, as well as the fans, have not been happy with the way that Jim Boylan was coaching the team. So I think that's definitely a necessary move for them to make. I don't think that necessarily fixes all of their problems, but um, it was very obvious to everyone that uh, Zach Levine and Jim Boylan had a really bad relationship, and generally the Bulls just didn't seem to like him all that much. On the Pelican side of the ball, this is slightly more surprising to some people, I'm sure. But generally, uh, people have been speaking more and more about the fact that the Pelicans just didn't look like they had the right mindset in the bubble, uh, with a lot of the players just looking incredibly dejected. Um, for one, Lonzo Ball played horribly and also just looked like he had a bad attitude toward um, everything that was happening in these in these seeding games. And I don't think that, that was necessarily his fault by the sound of things uh, from the Pelicans. This was an internal issue with a lot of people having an issue with how Gentry was going about coaching the team. Um, A lot of people also commented on the fact that Zion didn't look like he was having much fun with uh, him being somewhat annoyed with his minutes restrictions, as well as the fact that he wasn't being allowed to go out and play in clutch game situations. Uh, Generally, people just talking about how the Pelicans didn't look as happy as a young core with such a bright future should be looking so I think that this will be a good change for them 
As for candidates for that job, I know that Jason Kidd is being uh, considered, as well as uh, the Brooklyn Nets' current assistant coach, as well as several other assistant coaches throughout the league. I will, of course, keep you updated on the news uh, for both the Bulls and Pelicans' search for a new head coach. So again, thank you so much for listening. This has been a very quick episode of the show, but just wanted to give you that quick update. Uh, Please share the podcast with anyone you know who enjoys the NBA, wants to keep updated on NBA basketball. I really appreciate it. And just a big shout out to everyone who's new who's listening. I love doing this. I I like just giving an easy to understand spin on NBA basketball because I know that it can be intimidating at times listening to... Um, people ramble on about statistics and talk about storylines that you might not necessarily understand. So I hope that this has been clear to everyone who's listening as to what is going on in the NBA. And I will be back tomorrow as always. Thank you again. Goodbye.